Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. Hi and welcome to the Talking Wyndham podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier. It's almost that time of the year when our attentions sway from football and all those sports to the sport of kings, horse racing. And of course, Werribee is a very important part of the Spring Racing Carnival with our International Quarantine Centre. Uh, Quarantina Wood we've become more accustomed with uh, in our everyday life, but it's certainly been a part of the Werribee Racing Club for a long time now. Adam Wilkinson is the General Manager of the Werribee Racing Club, an important cog in the wheel of the Spring Racing Carnival again this year, despite all the quarantines. You'll find out all about that. So let's talk to Adam and find out what's in store as we await the arrival of the international horses any day now. Uh, but let's find out what's going on at the Werribee Racing Club with Adam Wilkinson. Adam Wilkinson, General Manager of the Werribee Racing Club. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Kevin. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, you too. How has uh, lockdown uh, impacted uh, – well, you firstly. I mean, you've got a young family and uh, obviously uh, <laughs> we're all juggling everything. How have you gone with that? Yeah, look, it's been challenging not only for me but for everyone at the moment, Kevin, and obviously through you know another lockdown. But, um, you know, life goes on and I think, you know, like a lot of people are doing at the moment, just making the best of what we've got and um, – yeah, that's where we're at. And, um, obviously, from a racing perspective, me personally, it's been great. The racing's been able to continue. And um, Werribee Racing Club itself are busy planning for our spring carnival. And not only that, our Werribee Cup in December. Well, let's talk about how it uh, has impact. I mean, r- racing's been one of the fortunate industries that has managed to go through the entire pandemic, which is uh, quite an achievement. Yeah, it certainly is. And, you know, very much credit needs to go to Racing Victoria and the powers to be there because. Um, you know, it's been a you know an astronomical effort to be honest to ensure that racing has continued. And, you know, there's been some strict protocols put in place. Um, obviously, crowds have been restricted, but um, what it's done has kept a lot, lot of people in jobs. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, well, let's talk about the uh, the current uh, state of the the Werribee Racing Club. First up, uh, you're just about to launch into uh, into the new season with uh, I think eight races. The cup uh, the cup kicks it off. So tell us a little about where the club's at at the minute. Yeah, look, we're, we're ticking along pretty well. Obviously, it's a challenging time for everyone, but you know we're eagerly awaiting things to open up a little bit so that uh, we can welcome people back on track for um, our quarantine period, which will start on the, from the 25th of September, and then um, our international breakfast post that, and then ideally Werribee Cup will be um, off the back of our Spring Carnival, which is uh, Sunday 5th of December. So. All plans and preparations are in place for that, and uh, we're really hoping things can open up and we can welcome back a really good crowd on that day. One of those things, isn't it? We we don't know how it's going to pan out, but you actually have to plan for it to be as you would expect it to be, with some, I guess, some little provisions that uh, we we won't be at a hundred percent, but we hopefully will be as close to it as we can get. Yeah, that's exactly right. Look, we've got a couple of scenarios, um, you know, that we're planning for at the moment. Um, I, ideally, it's the scenario where we welcome back a, a normal crowd, which is um, you know something that we're excited by and um, planning towards at the moment. Uh, you mentioned the international horses and the quarantine period starts on the twenty fifth of uh, of this month. What um, what what are we expecting this year? Because there's been a lot of press talk about uh, you know there won't be as many or there they won't be as good or they won't be this or they won't be that. So uh, from the horse's mouth, so to speak, tell us what is going on. 
Well, I think they'll be as good. They always are out here. I think for the last 11 years, uh, six of the 11 Melbourne Cup winners are, have come out of Werribee, Kevin. So I'm really hopeful that's the case again this year. Numbers will be down, I've got no doubt about that. The challenges around uh, international travel and the heightened um, veterinary processes that these horses have had to go through um, will mean the numbers are down. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that this will be an anomaly this year based upon you know the world circumstance more than anything. But you know, if we have between 10 and 15 horses here this year, it'll be a really good result for us. Yeah, okay. Now, at its zenith, I mean, when we were literally knocking them back, you, you had a full house twice during the spring racing carnival, I think, didn't you, at the, at the sort of height of it? Yeah, that's right. We were getting between 40 and 50 horses each year coming through this property. And um, obviously, last year was a little bit less, but, um, you yeah, know, previous to, to that and previous to the challenges of uh, COVID, um, you know, certainly numbers are up between that 40 and 50 mark annually. Um, the interesting thing is, it's a quarantine facility, and we're all now we're all now uh, you know experts in the quarantine uh, area for some reason. Uh, has has the actual quarantine uh, restrictions changed for the horses? They haven't changed for the horses, and they haven't changed for the for the people. The challenge has been more um, getting the international grooms into the country, which has been the biggest challenge for racing Victoria. The veterinary process um, to have horses travel has also been increased in, in recent years as well. So, um, yeah, there's been a few things at play that um, have probably seen the numbers uh, decrease slightly this year. Uh, you mentioned that uh, they'll be good horses. Uh, the, the quality, obviously, uh, again, will be uh, will be right up uh, top-notch. Yeah, look, I, I presume so. Obviously, we'll, um, you know, we'll be made aware of what those horses will be over the coming weeks, but um, yeah, I'm sure all the major races will see participation internationally. Adam, explain to me how how that works in terms of if, if you're um the, you're a, a an owner a trainer here, are you picking a horse to come over, or is the uh, you know the Dermot Worlds of the world do they have to nominate who they want to bring out, and how how does that process work in terms of how we finish up with the horses that we finish up with here from overseas? Yeah, look, it's a rigorous consultation process with Racing Victoria. What what we'll have, and we've had. Um, for a lot of years now is that it's a combination of true international horses but it's also a group of horses that have been purchased overseas that will um, race uh, for Australian owners and will stay in Australia subsequent to the spring racing carnival and that'll be the same again this year I'd probably think that the majority of these horses may end up staying in Australia post uh, spring racing carnival Okay, so we have. I mean, we've had situations where the Williams family have bought a particular horse. They bring it out, they put it in quarantine, and then it goes up to uh, up to their property uh, once it's done done that part of it. So that still happens. And then the the ones that stay here for the Dermot Worlds and that will stay in Werribee as per usual. That's right. Yeah. Look, they need to stay here the entire quarantine period. I think uh, in case the horses you're talking about from uh, Lloyd and Nick Williams team. Uh, from Joseph O'Brien's. Their, their horses are a true international horse that will probably go home. Um, they do bring horses over in other times of the year, more the ones that will um, quarantine at Mickleham and go up to Masson Lodge. What happens at the quarantine centre outside of this uh, this window from the 25th of September through to, what, the end of November is is when it that window works? That's right, yeah. Yeah, look, to be honest, Kevin, not a lot. Not yeah. a lot. It's obviously relatively quiet. Um, they've been utilised on occasions for horses that have come back from uh, places like Hong Kong and done their quarantine here. Um, there was actually a chance that the 
Olympic horses from Japan were to arrive back and, and quarantine here at this facility as well, but that never eventuated. But uh, to be honest, they're not utilised a lot, uh, apart from little bits and pieces along the way. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the uh, the track, tell me if uh, what what's happened uh, at the track in the last twelve months. Have been any changes uh, made there? Not really. I mean, we we undertake a very rigorous annual renovation process that um, has been completed off the back of our racing season in May. Um, apart from that, obviously it's business as usual. Um, you know, apart from more the, the cosmetic changes that need to occur uh, for the quarantine period, which we're uh, working through at the moment. So uh, yeah, no, tracks in really good order. Really pleased with um, how it's coming back. Um, Paul down there, resource manager, has done a fantastic job and has done for a lot of years now with the track, and it's in very good order. Yeah, Paul's a terrific worker. Um, the, you would have seen, as as I did, and everyone has the uh, the criticism uh, from a couple of people about uh, the track. Uh, what's your What's your comments on on what's been said? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's certainly come to prominence over the last couple of years. Um, you know, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Uh, we're certainly in an opinion based industry, that's for sure. But um, rest assured, from my perspective and from Racing Victoria's perspective, that um, our tracks presented in fantastic order each and every day, uh, be it for the quarantine period or every race meeting that's conducted at the Werribee Racing Club. Let's talk about uh, the uh, the program uh, for the, the club. Uh, you start, uh, you're hoping to start anyway, all things being equal, uh, on the 5th of December with the with the Cup, which has got a, a great history. Um, uh, what's the what's the plans for the uh, the Werribee Cup for this coming year? Yeah, look, we're really looking forward to uh, Sunday 5th of December for our Cup. Uh, we've got a few scenarios in place in terms of what we can and can't offer the general public, but our plan at the moment is to uh, return to, to normality for Werribee Cup. Obviously, there'll be our COVID protocols and COVID restrictions in place, but we're really hoping to um, you know, have a really good crowd on that day. It'll be a mixture of uh, corporate hospitality. Um, there'll also be, obviously, our mini marquees, our market umbrellas, um, and there'll be a new initiative, ideally, which will be on our marquee hill this year, which will be um, something we might be able to release in the next couple of weeks as well. So we're working through the finer details of that, but I'm sure there's um, something for everyone at the Werribee Cup this year. Yeah. The International Breakfast, Breakfast with the Stars, which happens uh, at the end of October in that, in that week leading up to the, uh, to the Melbourne Cup, has become a really big event. Uh, what's, what's the plans for, uh, for that for this year? Yeah, that's scheduled for uh, Thursday the 28th of October this year, Kevin. Uh, it actually forms part of the, the formal Melbourne Cup tour. Um, so the Melbourne Cup will be present here on that morning. Um, tickets will go on sale for that relatively shortly. Uh, obviously, we're just waiting on the new announcements regarding restrictions and what we can and can't do. But um, once again, as um, I said regarding Werribee Cup, we're rigorously planning for that event, uh, not in the distant future. Um, members, uh, in terms of uh, the Werribee Racing Club, uh, obviously has always had a, a pretty healthy membership. What's happened with that in the last two years? Because that, uh, like every other uh, club membership, when people can't go to events, uh, there's a drop-off. How have you, have you handled that, Adam? Yeah, look, it, it hasn't dropped off a lot, which has been re- really pleasing. And we're you know, very proud of our membership base. And you know, they're very loyal um, members here at the Werribee Racing Club. Um, you know, we've got a very... Yeah, very much a value for money membership here as well. Yeah. Um, they receive a lot for their membership. Um, you know, the last two seasons we've raced on average ten times a year as well. So, um, 
you know, we'll look to obviously increase the offering as to what we were able to offer our members as, uh, as we progress through the season. But um, very buoyed by the fact that um, a lot of membership renewals have uh, come in and they're, they're certainly trickling in at the moment, which is pleasing as well. So, um, yeah, look forward to really supporting and growing our membership base throughout the year. I mean, that's a terrific facility. It's a fantastic uh, rooms there and, uh, you know, the, the function centre and the whole thing. Uh, that's obviously not been uh, not been able to be used the way that uh, it was being used about three years ago. No, sadly, it, it certainly um, hasn't had the patronage that it's had in the past. But um, as you say, it's a beautiful facility. But not only that, it's a perfect uh, spot to sit and watch um, the races or yeah. on any race day uh, in behind the glass overlooking the winning post. Yeah, no, it is. It's uh, it's fantastic, and uh, you know, when I've been there for breakfast and stuff, when the sun's coming up over the over the track, and you sit in the in the room there behind the glass, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it certainly is. Look, we're very proud of our, our facility, and as any race club, we're always looking to um, you know provide upgrades as we go along, and um, yeah, that's certainly the case here at the moment. Has the uh, the support of the local? You mentioned the, the you know the uh, the great uh, sort of uh, rusted on members that you've got, and the fact that uh, they've they've been incredibly loyal. I bet the sponsorship part of it is that uh, is that also reflected uh, uh, favourably. Yeah, yeah, it has. Look, it's, it's certainly a challenging time, and I certainly respect uh, each and every sponsor that supported the race club over many years and the challenging times that we're all in at the moment. Um, look, sponsorship's not easy. Uh, I certainly won't. Um, tell you that it is, but um, you know, I suppose we're also looking at ways that we can continue to support our sponsors and, and provide them some value for money as well. But um, I'm very grateful for each and every uh, sponsor of the club, and you know, we'll see a lot of our sponsors renew again this year, and, and I'm sure we'll see some uh, new sponsors come on board as well. Yeah, we mentioned how you know resilient the uh, the, the racing industry has been uh, through this time. Obviously, uh, that's reflected in, uh, in in what's going on with the and the health of the club. Because I mean, there's there's been some shaky moments in the history of the Werribee Racing Club uh, where it almost has gone over, or something else has happened, or the track has been looked at for a whole variety of things. The fact that it's still up and running now is a testament to the to the people involved. Yeah, look, I, I certainly agree with what you're saying. It's it's had some challenging times over the years, but. What I will say to everyone is that the club's been in the is in the best position it's been in um, probably in the club's history. To be honest, it's um, financially sound. I've got a good solid membership base. Sponsorship is good, and um, you know, off the back of what we're able to provide uh, through international quarantine as well, really sets the club in good good stead moving forward. Yeah, it's certainly the um, the the future is. Uh Based around that uh, that quarantine facility, isn't it? Um, in terms of the the eight meetings across the uh, across the year, are they all set in stone now. Uh, in terms of what you'll be rolling out for the members, yeah, they they are. So we'll race through till second um, of May. So we we'll race through from December right through to May, relatively consistently through that period. Um, we've averaged between two or three additional transferred meetings through that period of time as well, which I'd expect that we would receive. So. Um, yeah, look, yeah, we're really comfortable. We'll race between 10 or 11 times this year and, um, you know, some good event days. We've obviously got our kids' day in January, which we hope that can um, really, you know, get the community along. And um, Obviously, our charity race day in February, our community clubs day later on in the year as well. So, 
uh, there's something for everyone this year, Kevin, and we're very excited by it. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, the internationals uh, start rolling in on the 25th of, uh, of September, um, and they'll, uh, they'll they'll bring with it uh, all the. Uh, all the buzz that we get uh, when we get to Cup Day, and uh, as you mentioned, there was it six you said we've had uh, the last uh, eleven Melbourne Cup winners have come out of the, the quarantine facility. Yeah, that's right. Six of the last eleven have come out of uh, the Werribee quarantine facility, but that's off the back of uh, nineteen individual Group One winners that have come out of this facility in eleven years as well. So we're very proud of that. Uh, that that's been one of the big changes, I guess, is that there's a lot of international horses coming out now, not to go in the Melbourne Cup, but to go in some of our other bigger races. That's right, yeah, certainly the case. And, um, you know, numerous Cox Plate winners, yeah. um, obviously Caulfield Cup winners, um, and, and a lot of winners through the, the four days of Flemington as well. Well, let's hope uh, we get underway on the 25th of September with the internationals and then uh, breakfast with the stars on the 28th of October and, of course, uh, the Werribee Cup on the 5th of December. As always, Adam, thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks very much for the chat, Kevin. Thanks to Adam for his time. Let's hope uh, it's a uh, safe journey for all the international horses and let's hope it's a terrific spring racing carnival. The quality will certainly be there, as you heard Adam say, and it'll be, uh, once again, a terrific spring racing carnival. Let's hope we can have some crowds there, but uh, who knows how that'll pan out. We'll know more about that in the coming days and weeks, but uh, good luck if you're uh, having a dabble in the spring racing carnival. Of course, look forward to the big Werribee Cup meeting on Sunday, the 5th of December. Uh, Thanks for listening to this edition of the Talking Wyndham podcast. Don't forget you can find out all about the Committee for Wyndham on the website or the Facebook page, all the details of events they've got coming up, the benefits of being a member and how you become a member are all there on the Facebook page and the website. Till the next time we talk, take care of yourself. I'm Kevin Hillier. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.